the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. Today we're going to be talking, actually last week we were talking about how, what we liked at the Paleo FX in Austin, Texas. And today we're going to be talking about some of the things that we didn't really like or disagreed with more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. Did you subscribe? Did you share? With everyone you know and you don't even know. Yes. So the Paleo FX, it was a great weekend. It was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. By far a great, great weekend. Probably one of the best seminars I've been to in a long time. Same for me, yes. <laughs> so, But we're going to talk about a couple things that we found that we really didn't like about some of the talks that were there and some of the uh, beliefs. Yes. So the first one would be one of the, a lot of the talks, there were certain people that are big name people mm-hmm. in the paleo world, in the keto world, that were just it had to be they had different uh ways of testing and can you all sorts of gadgets and measuring and they were walking around wearing their little fancy devices and um it looked like it was more of an ego-based thing and people were just trying they weren't enjoying the the conference no they they looked really stressed out i mean it some I would hate to be them at that time. <laughs> All these great things going on, and they were just focused on where their mind or body or eyes or heart uh, yeah, monitor rate. or how well they were working out or how long they fasted. Or All they those things, ketone yeah. level and all that stuff. So um, there is, I'm sure they had their own reasons they were doing this. But after all, and especially from a lot of um, evidence-based science, if you will, um, I don't like using the word science much, but evidence-based results. Uh, research. They, research, exactly, research. They may be doing more harm to themselves than good. What do you mean? Uh, so the moment, the moment you, you start obsessing with something, you are causing extra stress to yourself. And all, isn't that that goes into like uh, trying to find enlightenment too, uh, isn't it? Yes, ex- yes, the same thing. Like stressed out yogis not finding enlightenment. Um, the so you are causing extra stress to yourself. Then whatever devices you are using, you don't know what the negative effects may be. You are still putting something on your body, especially all those wearable things. Mm-hmm. And then... And then you don't even know if those things work. Exactly. Really. Yeah. You don't even know if those things work. And is it... In fact, even one of them didn't even work on you. You tested the... Uh, I know. Yeah, the I know. Mind, what was that? The... It, it was... Um, it, it had to do with... Um, it was the muse from the heart um, uh, heart math. Yep. And yes. that wasn't at this one. No. Yeah, this no, was at a conference that uh, was a, a couple a, years a ago. A couple of years ago. And... and yeah, actually, they said I was a special case, which I know I'm special. I don't know. 
and you are a case. Yeah. Um, so, so then you don't know what the, if this work, and you don't know if that's actually if it is dependent on how you feel right here, right now, or you can actually use it as a as a long-term indication. And then the other thing that uh, they are finding right now is uh, the whole uh, ketones. Yes, that was very interesting. I, I liked it, but uh, it, it really goes into why should you even test? Exactly, and we actually have a friends, a really uh, good friends <laughs> that uh, are obsessed with their ketone measurements. Yes. And they were, they were actually- They uh, go three, four times a day Exactly, and yeah. yes. And it's like, uh, you know, why aren't you guys doing it? They're telling us, well, uh, <laughs> actually that can be very misleading. Uh, you may think, oh, your ketones are high, you're in ketosis, and actually that can be completely the opposite of where you want to be. Yeah, because they were saying if you're brand new at it, it yes. could be you could be doing all these great things, yes. but if you've been doing it for several years, that level might mean nothing. Exactly. It actually might mean that you are not really using the ketone bodies effectively. And then what's even worse, a lot of people based on those measurements start supplementing with exogenous ketones. Which I still don't understand, but uh, go ahead. And all they are doing is they are actually um, screwing up their blood sugar because they are, you know, blood sugar goes down, up, down, up, down, up, because their body doesn't know what to do. do They're I, lying to their body. They are, yeah, do I burn sugar or do I burn fat? Do I burn sugar or do I burn fat? So their insulin, their insulin is gonna end up being completely resistant. Yes. Uh, instead of sensitive. And that leads to one of the people on the talk, they were, they were pushing and argumentative about and literally closed up even yes. they had their arms crossed they had yeah. their legs crossed helps to know body language yes yes <laughs> and they were completely closed because they were arguing why should you ever leave ketosis yes you should stay in it permanently because that's the best place to be yes so and that it's... that sometimes isn't the best place to be no enjoying no. life has to be in there and you can't enjoy life if you're constantly yes. focusing on is this going to take me out of ketosis exactly uh, it's uh yeah you are become you are becoming obsessed and obsession regardless in the long run is not a good thing yes it can kill you it can kill you it's a matter of time yep so. so and then uh, they so they were talking about having to be in places. They were mm -hmm. talking about having to use different instruments, mm -hmm. and some of the people actually didn't really look healthy because no. they they were taking things so extreme yes. that I actually didn't recognize two of the people. Yes, I thought for sure that both of them would be size wise yes. bigger than me. Yes. Uh, but both of them were actually a lot smaller than me in size. And I'm not talking fat. I'm talking no. muscle mass. And uh, muscle mass and color. I mean, and color, demeanor, everything. Anger. Uh, anger. <laughs> That's, uh, yes. <laughs> I've never seen people that yes. were so into health. Yeah. And, and actually several of the people were yeah. so negative yep. in this. Not that... even smiling. Yep. No, not even... And that was the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. The, the whole three days. It was, uh, it was very eye-opening. Uh, makes you wonder. So. Yes. 
And so that brings us into fasting. Oh, which was another yes. Thing. And oh, ev- yes. As you all know, we fast. Yes. <laughs> uh, and we do it, and we do it at least once a week, usually. Well, um, the 24 to 36 yep. hour, 48 hour, yep. yes. And But almost every day, we do some at least a 12 hour. Yeah. Most days. Because yes. like today, we're doing more of a bulletproof uh, yes. fast. Because we had uh, coffee with butter. Yeah. And actually, we're drinking, uh, what is it, fat fuel uh, matcha tea matcha right tea, now? Yeah. Which is, I never thought I'd be drinking tea. I know. I despise I... <laughs> tea, but I'm actually drinking it and enjoying I it. I never thought I would be drinking matcha tea. I love tea, but matcha tea was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> so, and uh, that was one of the things. They talk about mm-hmm. fasting. And some of those people that were, you know, they get up on the panel and they'd say, okay, who's in ketosis right now? Yeah, that was... <laughs> and people would wave, raise their hand and there's so much great food there. Why mm-hmm. would you want to be in ketosis right then? And then some people would get up and say, okay, who's fasting still? And it's like, why come and just fast for 12, 14, 16 hours when you got such great things to try? Exactly, yes. It's a... Uh, uh, and like the... What, uh, what gets me is that a lot of times we fall for... Uh, certain things whether fads or like timeless practices either way uh and but we don't know why it's like what is your why why are you doing this what are you trying to accomplish like when we fast when we do like the pure fast just coffee say or plain tea we know why we are doing it when we are doing the uh fat fast I don't like calling it bulletproof fast. It's misleading. When we are doing, sorry, Dave. When we are doing the fat fast, we know why we are doing it. Yes. Uh, when we are doing like the wine fast, <laughs> no, I'm which we so, did last night. Yeah, it's like why are you doing? What are you trying to accomplish? So when you know the why, everything is so much easier. When we take like the cold shower, we know why we are doing it. Say you're a masochist, at least you know why you're doing certain things. So, so, and so to just show off your little device, uh I guess that why may not be good enough. And even to take it a little bit further, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the one panel where a, a police officer got up and said, I, I just became a police officer, and I started keto uh, about the same time, mm-hmm. and I've been put on midnight shift, yes. on third shift, which is basically 11 at night to 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And all they told him was, quit your job. Yeah, that's now, sad. <laughs> and this is a man who has a family he's got mm-hmm. to take care of, and they're telling him to quit his job, mm-hmm. which is, goes so against, and that's the dogma of paleo. Yeah, and actually that came from very, very well-educated and respected individuals in the paleo-keto uh, world. world. And uh, also, it's it's his job, it's his family, and what about the community? And duty, yes. And, and duty, What about which is, again, why are you doing what you're doing? Is it if you're doing it just for yourself, for the sake of you feeling better, without caring at all what you are offering to your environment, uh, immediate environment and greater environment to your community? That's that's uh, bad. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty crappy. Yes. So we're going to take a break. Uh, We'll be back in a couple seconds to go over how this translates 
into the Ayurveda world. And the Spartan mind strength. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. The dogma of paleo, the dogma of Ayurveda, the dogma of yoga, all of those things all have that negative aspect to it that talk to you and tell you that things have to be. You have to do this, and they're not looking at the individual itself. They're not looking at how or what you have to do in your day. So what's going on with the dogma of Ayurveda that you see in today's world right now? Oh, so many things. Um, one of the, well, the main dogma is uh, that uh, you have to be a vegan or a vegetarian, and if not, you have to work towards it, uh, regardless. Yes, and, and you actually uh, are doing a write-up for uh, one of the movies. That, yes, for uh, The Sacred Cow. Yes, which is about eating healthy meats that, that are raised properly. Mm-hmm. Where did this dogma of you have to be a vegan or a vegetarian come from? Uh, well, it, um, it came during the dark times of India, during the medieval times. And uh, it started uh, uh, be- uh, due to political and religious uh, reasons. Uh, they wanted uh, um, the, uh, say, Hindu, like just speaking in general, the big picture is that the Hindu believers wanted to differentiate themselves from the Buddhist believers. Uh, so they had to find something to make themselves different. So the whole concept of the cow being truly sacred and uh, being able to enjoy every part of it and everything turned into the cow being sacred so the cow was put on a pedestal and you were not supposed to uh, touch it and then it perpetuated in the 19th century again for political and religious reasons for the hindu believers to differentiate themselves from the muslim believers that that's so it's all political or religious yes Exactly. And it really has, it's still, and that's what I liked about the Paleo Conference Mm -hmm. was at the one talk, the one panel, they were like, everybody's different, no matter who you are, let's work together on helping the animals and the plants grow better, and not so much about the politics or the religion at all. Exactly. And what they were doing, they were uh, looking at the why. And the why for all of them was common. They had a common ground. Once you start looking at the why, if the why is honest or honorable, then you can work with others. Yes. As opposed to the selfish ego why. Then your why is not going to agree with anybody else's. And we see that a lot in the Ayurveda world right now. Exactly. So self-centered. It's hard to believe that. And that's uh, in in the Ayurveda world. Mm -hmm. What else is uh, this concept uh, that you're seeing right now? Oh, that uh, if you are not uh, Hindu, 
uh, you have no business discussing uh, yoga or Ayurveda. I know and, we got uh, letters exactly. when we own the yoga studio. Exactly. I got uh, usually there mm -hmm. at least once a year. Yes. I would get a letter from India yes. saying cease and assist. Yes. You're doing something that you sh we don't want you doing. You're not allowed to do that. They all yes. they would attack us, mm -hmm. and they actually attacked, especially when we first you know in the like early 2000, mm -hmm. 2000, 2001, I was getting hammered with mm -hmm. a lot of different things. Yep. And today, they're doing the same with Ayurveda. Exactly. I know that it's a Vaidya. The Vaidyas. Uh, which is, you're not allowed to teach Ayurveda if or talk an, about it if you're not a... Vaidya, exactly. And the only way to be a Vaidya is if you are uh, born and raised in India and you have gone through their system. Doesn't matter how good or how bad your education is. It doesn't matter if you are not able to teach anybody anything or help as, anybody or help anybody as long as you have that title you can talk all you want and we actually were talking to a uh, individual a couple days yes. ago that was talking about how they ayurveda isn't they can't understand why ayurveda is not doing as good as paleo yes and why they don't have the people coming and they want to change the name yes. but still use the same information exactly. instead of bringing the information to people differently yep. they just think that by changing the name yes. then starting a new diet fast yes. uh, they'll do better yep and uh, again it's bringing the information and bringing the real information and they actually agreed that Everybody thinks mistakenly that you should be a vegan. They say, no, that's not true. Yes. But they don't know how to bring the true information to a lot of people. They still look at the Vaidyas. Yes. Uh, and changing the name and doing dishonor to Ayurveda, to the tradition. And now, especially here in the States, mm -hmm. a lot of people, you have a, a huge wedge between practitioners and doctors and even the doctors, they're not even, some of them aren't even allowed to call themselves doctors. Yes. Because they haven't done things here in the States yeah. that they, they have to do. Yeah. And they're still trying to create that wedge. Mm -hmm. Instead of working together, they have that dogma yes. that uh, they're better. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's so embedded that, that sometimes it's hard to remove. Yes. So <laughs> uh, we're getting to the 20-minute mark. So let's the, call it. The bottom line is always know your why. Whatever you are doing yourself, whatever you are teaching, know the why and think about the greater picture. Think about Mother Earth. Because yes, the planet will go on without us. The planet has survived millions of years. The planet doesn't need us. But as our duty, let's make the planet a little bit better than we found it. Namaste Kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, Namaste Kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.